0: Hi lovely and welcome to episode 21 on the Marketing Pod. So today we're talking all about how to book and succeed in your first TEDx talk. I'm so so super excited to dig into this episode with my guest. And um, before I let you know more about the episode itself, I want to let you know that this, this episode is sponsored by the Sisterhood Accountability Club. So the Sisterhood Accountability Club is definitely a solopreneur's best friend that's going to get your business moving forward and gets you the results you want. So head on over to nafisamark.com forward slash Sisterhood Accountability Club and learn all about the awesome success that the ladies and I are generating. And we're leaving the overwhelm, the procrastination and the frustration behind and really focusing and niching down on our goals and making amazing things happen so you know come along with your big scary goal and the sisterhood who are amazing motivated ambitious women just like you are going to support you and each other in creating that life and business that you are so fully deserving of so go check it out at nefisamark.com forward slash sisterhood accountability club so let's get into the episode now So, if you've been wanting to get more confident in speaking on stage, reach a bigger international audience, maybe get over your nerves and communicate with confidence, right? Then this episode is a must listen for you. You know, even if you haven't set your eyes on a TEDx talk and you just want to learn the basics of building a successful speaker foundation, A foundation where you can brand yourself as a speaker and then go on to easily book and secure more um, speaking gigs then keep listening because I'll be going into detail on this episode about all that and more and so I just want to say as a personal brand you know I know firsthand how crucial it is right to get more eyes on on your business on our businesses and as as you as you may be aware, you know that speaking at a TEDx event has huge advantages that are going to carve out your specialism, position you as that thought leader you want to be, that subject matter expert, um, which will most definitely result in new connections, greater exposure to your business and your brand, and moreover you know, your speech is going to be posted online on the TEDx YouTube channel. And that means that your message is accessible on a global basis. God, that sounds amazing, right? So today I am delighted to introduce you to my guest, Abir Fahim. She is a TEDx speaker herself. Uh, She is an academic, an author, and a public speaking and communication consultant. And she's also the owner of Juliet Turns a Page. So do go check her out as well on her Facebook page. Um, Abir has a wealth of experience on public speaking. And so on this episode, I am so super excited to have got this opportunity to ask her all about public speaking and learn all the crucial tips and the pointers it takes to master public speaking. And as well as, you know, what makes a good TEDx talk and how you can go about securing it and mastering your specialist subject matter. So it's jam-packed, you guys, and I'm so, so excited to bring this episode to you. So stay tuned as you're about to walk away with a ton of nuggets. (laughs) So make sure you follow Abeer on Instagram and Facebook at her page on Juliet Turns a Page and this is also what I want you to do as well so of course listen to the episode I want you to take a screenshot of the episode and tag me in your Instagram stories and I will give you a shout out you can find me on Instagram at Nafisa underscore mark and then I want you to hit subscribe on the marketing pod and leave a review and if you do leave a lovely review you are most definitely going to be entered into a giveaway for a free trial spot in the Sisterhood Accountability Club membership. So I love and completely appreciate you for listening and, you know, for supporting me in my podcast journey. So let's now dig into the episode.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Pod, where you can learn to create, launch and sell your passion and your business with fearless ease. And here's your host... The motivated marketing boss lady herself, Nafisa Mark.
0: So welcome, Abir, to the marketing pod. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Really, really excited.
0: Oh, awesome, I'm so excited to talk to you as well because this has been a topic that has been on my mind for so long and especially in our entrepreneurial community online, um, we, we are so passionate about the work that we do and the service uh, that we deliver to our community and public speaking is one area that um, I've delved into a little bit but I'd like to pursue it more and I know my ladies in the sisterhood would love to and in my community. So, that's why I've got you on here to talk about Um, Yeah, that's great. And so you're a professional in this area and I'd love to just ask you some questions and really get to know your background and how you got into public speaking and your experience of it and really and, and what you do as a as of service to your community as well.
2: So let's cool. just get straight
0: into it. So why don't you um, introduce yourself anyway and just let everyone know who you are and where you're from and so on and what you do.
1: Cool. Um so I'm a beer, obviously. And by the way, it's 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 actually the name is Abir and it means the scent of the flowers. It sounds a lot more romantic in that way. Oh, right. But it's just sounds like a beer. But anyway
0: You know what? I didn't even think of that. Now you've placed that seed in my head.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's but um so yeah, so my name's a beer and I'm actually I started Public speaking, my mom always says that I've been a public speaker since I've started speaking. (laughs) That's what she says. Because I've always loved talking to an audience. And um, I think my love for public speaking actually comes from my passion for teaching as well. So I have a PhD in literature and I worked as an assistant professor of literature for over six years. And even while I was doing my PhD, I was teaching as well. And so I just love being in the classroom. I love teaching. I love public speaking. It's something that I'm so passionate about and I really believe can change your life and your business if you um, choose to go ahead with it, you know, and and make it part of your journey. So that's something about me. Also, I'm an author, a fiction writer.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I wrote a book called Her Seven Days in Bali. And um, yeah, so that's that. But also in December of 2015, I started a Facebook page called Juliet turns the page. And that's the name of my business and my actual, yes, yeah, it's the name of my business and it's the name of my platform, my online platform. And through Juliet turns the page, I inspire, uh, people through literature so it's like a self development through literature project I make videos Juliet is the name of my Yorkie by the way <laughs> and uh, yeah and she features in some of my videos mm-hmm. and that's really what got me into the online world when I started I just started you know I had what was just a couple of people following me and then I worked with a mentor who helped me grow my bit my page as well so I, I did I did hire a coach and mm-hmm. I, I truly believe in doing that When you need to, we need to change and uh, to transform your, your basically your online world in whatever way I did that. And today the page has over 154,000 followers on Facebook. And yeah, that that really changed my life in so many ways. And then from there I did a TEDx talk and yeah, it's just been great. I love, I love what I do. I love public speaking. And I love helping others experience what I've experienced, because it's it's pretty great. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. So so just to get into the questions, because I know that a lot of um, listeners will want to know about, you know, your TEDx experience as well. But I just want to go back to the beginning in terms of, you know, you always had a passion to speak to people and platforms and communities. Um, but do you find that, did you find that you're actually, you know, going to university and becoming a professor and so on? Did that actually really kind of kind of just like gave you that stepping stone to actually take it to the next level in terms of going out to different public speaking platforms
1: um yes absolutely because obviously you know there was that in the very beginning I loved public speaking but then obviously I got a lot of practice being a professor mm because I you know you speak for a living basically when you're a professor right you're always up in front of your audience speaking and so that definitely gave me that and then while I was a professor I would apply to conferences to speak. So I presented all around the world. I mean, it was, it was wonderful. I've, you know, I've, I've talked at different, different venues all around the world and Mm -hmm. it was just, it really helped me. It helped me in terms of confidence, but it always, it also showed me that if you have good ideas and you want to share them with people, then you are a speaker. It doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, a lot of times when I work with people, they're like, but I don't know if I'm ready to be a speaker. No, if Mm -hmm. you're thinking of being a speaker, you're ready to be a speaker. That's my, right. that's my message. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause that's what I've always thought that, you know, if you, cause I was always fearful of public speaking. Um, and and now, you know, with having my own community and having this podcast, I just feel that I've got something very passionate that I want to talk to people about, my community about, and I've, you know, helped so many women. Well, why can't I take it to a public speaking platform? And um, and a lot of like women, and especially myself, I feel like, well, you know, we're, I feel like I'm an introvert, but really, do you have to be an extrovert to actually be no. a public speaker or can you no, still you be don't. an introvert?
1: <laughs> no, you don't. You absolutely don't have to be. The thing is about being an introvert as well, and this was something that I was going to talk about a little bit, is that when What makes, when you think about what makes a good speech, is that okay if I talk about that? Because it links into the introvert part. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about a good speaker, it would have to be someone obviously who could connect with an audience. But that person connecting with the audience would need to give what, you know, is often called like a you-centered speech. So you need to care about the people in front of you, not just about who you are, but you're also, you know, about the audience. A lot of times... I'm not speaking scientifically here or anything, but oftentimes, you know, when I speak to people, because I've had clients as well, who've said, you know, as an introvert, so I said, okay, would you describe yourself? And they said, well, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily going to be the first person to volunteer to speak or get up in front of a group or something like that. But, you know, they listen a lot, for instance, mm-hmm. to what others have to say. Um, so these are all important when it, when it comes to becoming a speaker, right? Because you also want to be very... Um, you want to be able to connect with the audience it's not just about you and introverts have a lot to bring with that that's Mm -hmm. the first thing the second thing is everybody needs to be prepared whether you're an introvert or an extrovert if an extrovert doesn't prepare well they're not going to do well yeah and obviously it depends on if there's like a spontaneous thing that they're doing fine you know or like you know impromptu i get that but in general that person that appears to be an extrovert in front of you giving a sp- like their speech is probably someone who's practiced really, really well. Mm.
0: So, yeah, exactly. And yeah. that, you know, just, it just takes me on to the next point of like planning content, um, making sure that you are speaking to what your audience want, as you said. So yes. is this, I mean, even though, you know, you are a specialist in a key topic, um, Does, I mean, how much percentage of time, like, do you give to planning out um, your public speaking content? Is it different for for the different events or is it quite similar?
1: Yeah, it's different. It absolutely is different. So um, I never go to a public, I never, like, for instance, even before I came on this podcast, because even this is speaking, it's a speaking engagement of some kind, right? Podcast. Um, So. I always ask questions like, I know who my audience is going to be, I will do my research on the person interviewing me in this case, for instance, or if I'm going to a stage, let's say at a university, so I've been invited to speak at universities before, I do my research about the university because every university is a different context. Just Mm -hmm. because they're all students doesn't mean they're all the same, right? So so I, I do my research about the university as well. And the specific, I get as much information as possible on my audience yeah, and that never changes. I do my research on my audience. and with the world you know with the access we have online to the world, there's no excuse not to do that, right? <laughs> so we have a lot of we're able to actually do as much research as we need to uh, to exactly
0: yeah, yeah, that connection piece is so important because the last thing you know you want to hear and see is somebody on stage not making that connection with you. You know, they're not, you're not going to leave a memorable
1: experience, are you? (laughs) Absolutely. And one thing that also is important, let's say I'm going to speak to a group of, let's say female entrepreneurs who don't want to invest a lot of money in coaching. Let's just say, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to address them persuasively in the same way that I would if I'm going to speak to a group of female entrepreneurs who've invested a lot of money, but it's not working out for them yet, or they want to scale their business. So I need to know who I'm talking to. Yeah. And I also need to know to what extent they agree or disagree with the ideas that I have. Now, I can't actually go and survey each one of them, but you can get an idea. You can find out from sort of, you can get a sense, you can speak to the organizer. You know, you can, you can go into, if they're on a group, you can get a sense of what they're like on the group, you know? So there's a lot of ways where you can do your research and you have to do that research
0: yeah exactly so just going i'm just um on that point so how do you actually personally picture yourself as a speaker so as you said you know you've spoken on many platforms Uh um is there is this like a what's the outreach that you have to do to get
1: a get yourself a gig in in the speaking platforms okay so in order to speak in my opinion so in order to get speaking engagements in order for i say for you to find your audience and for your audience to find you you first need to be open to speaking, even if it's free, you know, speak on as many stages as you can, even if, if the, and I'll talk a little bit about how to get those engagements as well. But any opportunity that, that arises that you feel is relevant to what you do, you take that opportunity. So you don't wait because they're not paying me. Obviously, you don't, you know, you don't get on a plane and travel like, you know, on the other side of the world, <laughs> you know, to, to give a speech. But if it's something that's nearby that you could speak to a group for free, that's where you start. The thing about public speaking is people want you don't need to be an expert to be a speaker, but mm-hmm. you need to position yourself as someone who knows something about something. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So that's so a lot of people think, well, I'm not an expert enough, no one's going to invite me. It's fine. You don't need to be the expert. But what do you know? What do you know really well? And does your website and your social media platforms do they actually show that that's what you know and that you know very well? Yeah. Yes. So It's um, a big part of it is branding as a speaker. That's Mm -hmm. a huge part of it, which is if you do the branding right with what you have, you can get speaking gigs. It's the problem is a lot of people want to start getting speaking engagements, but you go to their website and you're not, if I'm an organizer, so what are they an expert in? Not really sure. Have they spoken at any venue? Maybe they've spoken on a podcast. Great. I want to hear about that. It Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be on a stage. Have you even, even if you've spoken on Facebook, if you've done Facebook lives, right? Get some testimon- testimonials from people who've heard you speak. Yeah. So you want to get as much information as possible and as much feedback as possible on any speaking that you've done so far. That's one of the things I do with my clients. I give them like a list of questions mm-hmm. of where to go and how exactly to get those testimonials and how to get that feedback. And then you put that also on your social media and your platform so the organizers find you yeah so actually pitching myself so for instance for me because I'm an academic and I have a PhD in literature and then I have Juliet turns the page so you you have to figure out where your strengths are right so for yeah. me it's I have a PhD so people find that as credible if if I'm going to talk about literature um I'm credible to teach public speaking because I've taught it in academia for so long so what makes you credible and it doesn't have to be a certificate it could be years of experience it could be one year of experience it could be some of your clients have done really well. Mm-hmm. It could be you've started a podcast that did really well, or it could just be a talent. You're really talented at something. You're really good at designing something. You're, you know, yeah. you're, whatever it is, you're an artist, whatever it is, it doesn't have to just be coaching mm-hmm. and you, f- you figure out what it really is. And then that's what you use to pitch yourself as a speaker. But obviously you have to pitch, you know, that to the right people and the right the right organizations. So yeah. a lot of this Navisa, is really research. Mm-hmm. A lot
0: of it, and also and also backing yourself one hundred percent as well to actually put yourself out there. You know, yes, and and just branding oneself as that person, as that go to who has that specialism, as you said. Um, and yes, for example, if I was to put on an event and I needed a speaker, of course, I would expect that person to have like a page on their website with their, you know, their, their specialism in speaking and maybe some like a YouTube video to some of their um, speaking gigs to yes. topics that they actually have experience in, in speaking on stages. So that's one thing, you know, anybody would expect, right? So I think those are the key fundamentals that, you know, people should be looking
1: to put together if they want to put themselves out there as a speaker right absolutely i agree with you 100 and it's doable and it doesn't take a long time that's the that's the thing like a lot of people feel that that's going to take a lot of time i think if you do it the right way it's really a strategy once you implement that strategy you can then use that over and over again and it's in place and then you go from there one thing that i always say a lot of people are like i want to find speaking engagements i say before you find speaking engagements Start with the strategy because you can hire someone to find a couple of speaking engagements for you. Maybe you have a virtual assistant, but then what happens when they stop working with you? Yeah. Where do you go from there? You haven't, you haven't done the branding, you haven't done the strategy. So where do you go from there? You need to be able to do it yourself as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, even when I... Put myself out there in terms of other podcasters or, you know, wanting to get onto other podcast episodes, I always, you know, send them to my podcast page where there's a key, there's about, I think eight or 10 key titles that I could speak on very Mm -hmm. well. So mm-hmm. they know exactly that Nafisa has a specialism, that, 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 and then, you know, they could come onto my podcast and talk about that. And then, you know, we can go from there. So it's very much, this is, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. And this is my specialism. And, you yes. know, here's
1: where Harry's had to book.
0: <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: yes. Yeah. And please, please like have a speaker page on your website. That's what, let's, I'd like to tell the audience that as well. Like on your website, you should have a separate speaker page. If you want to be a speaker yeah. and start all the way, even if you don't have tons of speaking engagements, you know, just start yeah. with what you have
0: exactly although i don't know you might need to just convince me a
1: little bit more on that <laughs> <laughs> i'll work with you on that <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, it's not, it's, it's our, do you yeah. not feel like you want a speaker page is that what
0: well i don't know i'm I just feel yeah as a uh, as a, when we were talking separately with um, um Abira I was saying to her that actually I think there's some block here somewhere that is keeping me um from the stage
1: um <laughs> uh, but I'm sure I can work around that um but, absolutely and yeah. when you do it's going to transform a lot of things in your life because once you do that, like maybe it's just cause I love public speaking so much and I love the state. I mean, and when I say I love the stage, I don't want to sound like I'm showing off or something. But <laughs> I, love connecting with people. I love people. I love connecting with people. And what better way to connect with people than to actually speak in public? I mean, that's a great yeah. opportunity and it's, and that's also a great opportunity to give back, to share what you have learned. I mean, that's what I love about teaching. So if you're really passionate about speaking, if you're passionate about, you know, helping share what you've learned with others as well. Mm-hmm. And once you get over that initial fear, it's, it's extraordinary what can yeah. happen. It's, yeah. it's great. I absolutely love it.
0: There's so many elements, right? It's not just you know, it's not just the branding element. You know, there's a personal brand, or which you know, who many of my um, community and especially in my sister, who we're all personal brands. You know, you've got to do that piece, and you know, put yourself out there. You know, get visible, um, exactly. invite people into your world, and um, and and at the same time, get over those nerves, the fear, all the mindset. Exactly, growth. exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: exactly. Um, so there is always that piece to work on, isn't it?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's and that's the thing when people, when my clients work with me, they're like, oh, we're working on my visibility as well. I'm like, yes, because your visibility is part of your speaking journey. So yeah. when I work with you, um, we, we do like a three three month program. When I work with you, I, mm-hmm. I start with your visibility. We go over everything on your social media, on your website and everything to make sure that the message is aligned with you being a speaker, which mm-hmm. means putting yourself out there, People know you want to be a speaker. People know what you're good at speaking about.
0: Yeah. And
1: we find ways of getting as well feedback from speaking opportunities. So that's, that's what I work on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it can really take your PR to the next level. You know, it can you can reach Absolutely. Two two more people with speaking engagements. And, um, and I really encourage everyone listening to, to, if, if, if you've thought about it, you know, there are so many opportunities for you. And if you haven't, you know, maybe it's time to start and take your business to that next level. And uh, and a person like Abir can help you so, so much on this. So Abir, I just want to move the conversation on to um, (laughs) TEDx now. Yes. Um, Before even going into actual your TEDx speech, but really just some background about, you know, what inspired you to actually approach um, TEDx, um, how you prepared for it and so on. And just the experience itself, if you can just let us all know about that.
1: It was amazing, the experience was amazing. There's, For me, that was one experience that I'll never forget. And I'd done a lot of public speaking, but this was different. What it really inspired me, is maybe like a lot of people, I'd watch TEDx, TED Talks, um, and I was just interested in the whole idea of TED and TEDx, and I just made the decision one day. It was really like that, I was just at my computer, and I was like, okay, I wanna give a TEDx talk. What do I do? <laughs> And so I had, I feel I felt very strongly, and also I had an idea that I felt very strongly about, and I felt like the TEDx stage would be a very good place. So it's a combination of really wanting to do TEDx, but also having an idea that you're very passionate about, and it was those two coming together for me. Okay. So yeah, so I I felt really strong. I feel really strongly about empathy, and because especially that it's related to literature. So just basically putting yourself in someone else's shoes and how literature can help increase empathy. I really like that idea, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk more about the importance of empathy and how literature can help us with that mm-hmm. and then I started doing my research now, I'm a researcher, so that's what I do, which is you know some that's part of what I think why I love doing the coaching that I do because I just I know sort of keywords to use and how to find the things you need to find and so I just did a lot of research about TEDx opportunities that were the thing about TEDx is most opportunities you'll find, let's say you're in um let's say Boston, just as an example. And, um, so there'll be like a TEDx in Boston and they'll probably be reaching out to people in the local area. Right. Right. And, um, that they want to sort of, it will want to represent that. But there's also like TEDx women. There's, uh, there's several TEDx, there's TEDx youth. There's the TEDx that take, take place in universities. That was the one I went for. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you really there are different kinds of TEDx. So I went into a research and I was like, OK, I want to do a TEDx at, at a university because my topic of empathy and literature, although it works for, would work for a lot of people, I think it would especially resonate with university students. or right? I hoped it would. And so I, I found, you know, I knew where I was going to be around the time when because you really have to plan ahead for TEDx. And then I did something that I highly recommend people do. I reached out to an organizer even before their call for speaker was out there. Mm-hmm. So I did my research. I found out where they were before that they, I knew that they were, they were going to be hosting a TEDx for them. I think it was their first TEDx, but I had um, someone had written something on a, on one of their Facebook pages. I think like they'd started a Facebook page and mentioned that they were going to start hosting, hosting this TEDx talk um, and um, sorry, this TEDx uh, conference And so I reached out to them and said, Hey, you know, I know it's early. I know your call for speakers is enough, but once, once it is, I'd be interested to speak to your audience. And they then sent me an email and said, Oh, this is going to be our theme. So TEDx conferences often have a theme. Mm -hmm. The theme for mine was transcendence. Right. And so I was like, great, because empathy really is transcending yourself anyway, right. Mm -hmm. To connect with someone else. And so from there I sort of, so the idea really is that I already had an idea and sometimes people, my clients asked me, so can I just talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about? Or do I have to wait until I find out the theme? I'm like, you can tailor your talk to the theme. It's not going to be that hard to tailor your talk to a theme. So for me, I knew it was empathy. I wasn't going to change that. But I just, you know, I talked about transcendence as a part of empathy. Mm -hmm. And that's how I went about it. And I, and I spoke to them and they were interested. And then when it was time for applications, they sent me the link and I, you know, filled out the application and they want like. They, they ask you for your social media, they ask you for your website, some of them will ask you for a video application, Right. and then you just wait for some time, because a lot of people apply.
0: Okay. And then,
1: yeah, and then I heard back and it was positive, and then we went through rehearsals and stuff, that's how it went.
0: That's amazing. So um, with TEDx, I mean, is it the same audience in the room all day? Is it just one speaker after another? Or, you know, do you do you get to sit in the audience and listen to all the other speakers in the day? How does it work?
1: So it's one, with this TEDx conference that we did, I mean, we, we had listened anyway to each other's, each other's speeches through the rehearsals. Right. And during the conference time, we were, we were, I guess it would depend on the venue, but we were in backstage. So we weren't really In the audience Uh and yeah it was just um, one speaker after the other but there were some they had like a band a local band play Uh in the middle and there was like a music break and things like that so but oftentimes TEDx will do that they'll bring some like local artists or talent as well in between and that was it but it was I I highly recommend that anybody who is interested in doing public speaking, not wait and just, you know, figure out what it is that they're really passionate about and, you know, and go for it because it's possible.
0: Exactly and as you said, you can always tailor your 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 um your speech you know to whatever topic that they've got right exactly um, yeah exactly so and I'm so, so that's, god it must have been a very proud moment
1: for you it was it was wonderful it was great um yeah no it, it's great I mean it's it was one of the honestly one of my favorite moments in life because it was just it was the stage that I would have really loved to be at and to be on and the connection with the audience was great. And it's just, the great thing about TEDx is that no matter where you are in the world, it's the same, right? Wow. So yeah. whether you give a TEDx talk here or there, it's the same standards. They have to be applied. So anyone who has a TEDx license, mm-hmm. you know they're applying the same, you know, it is an independent event, mm-hmm. but it has to, to get the license, they have to follow certain rules.
0: Right. And so
1: you feel like you're connected to a much bigger community. Mm-hmm. And then the talks also go on the TEDx website, uh, the TEDx YouTube channel.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, when they when they invite you in and um, you do your rehearsals and so on, is is that, is that at the point where you know that you're definitely in, or could they still say no to you? Or you know, at what point do you get the yes or the no? Again, it would
1: depend on the venue themselves itself. So, I was not, I was far from. So, I was I gave my TEDx in Cairo and I was in the UAE at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I did mine through. So I applied and then they said they were interested and they had like a, um, and at that point, I'm just trying to remember now. When I applied, yeah, actually I applied and I gave all everything and they said they were interested and they said they wanted me as a speaker and then they connected me with someone because I couldn't actually be there. Mm-hmm. And We did like a Skype chat and we talked about my conference. So um, about my talk. So it really depends. Some others, I think they do more than one. They may do like um, an initial one and, they, and then they may ask for a video sample or something like that. But it really depends on the organizer. Uh, Yeah. But the main thing to get for TEDx is what your main idea is. And maybe this is me being an English professor, but like think of it like a thesis statement, like Mm -hmm. your thesis and then three main points that connect to that idea, that one main idea. And then when you write your application, when you write your pitch, make sure that everything is connected to that one main idea. They want to see that it's concise they want to see that everything is coherent and it's, it's connected to each other. Yeah. And in terms of topics, they also want to see that it's not, you're not up there to give like just a motivational speech, not to, I love motivational speeches, not to trivialize them, but they actually want, it's more about an idea. The idea is not to just motivate. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: the idea is, what is your idea that actually would then motivate the audience? So it's, also, another thing is if you give a speech about something very specific, it ha- it has to be like research based. So you can't talk about something scientific that's not backed by science. Yeah, so, exactly. I so guess. those are two things. So those yeah. are two ways to go about them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You've got to you've got to show like social proof and lots of facts and, you know. Yes, exactly. And so yeah. And um, and how long did it go? How long was your speech for?
1: TEDx speeches are no longer than 18 minutes, 18 minutes. Okay. That's the maximum. That's not yeah. too bad actually. No. Yeah. And so, um, that was the, um, yeah, that was my TEDx talk and, um, it went really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went really well. It was really enjoyable. I, I enjoyed it. I felt like those around me enjoyed. It. I hope they did. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, yeah.
0: I'm, I, I, you, um, I was going to say it's, um, 20 minutes is not long at
1: all. I'm sure it went really fast for you. It did. It did. It went very, very fast. Um, and it was just, and they're very strict on the timing as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you ha- you cannot talk over time at all. Yeah. So, That's yeah. Lovely. So it has to be less than 18 minutes long.
0: Mm-hmm. It has to be. Yeah, no, that's really good. I mean, you know, I've been watching um, Brene Brown on Netflix and um, she speaks about her TEDx talk. And um, on, on her topic, which was um, what, the power of vulnerability
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and the fact that, you know, being on that stage and her going viral just um, has just, you know, taken her business and her brand, you know, to a, a different platform now, you know, and, um, and I think that's what you know, TEDx can do for you. Just having that kind of badge,
1: you know, absolutely.
2: Like I mean, that.
1: exactly. I mean, after doing the TEDx talk, although I'm going to be completely honest with you that, and also with TEDx, you cannot on the stage, promote any of your offerings or anything like that. So TEDx is about your idea. It's not even about you. It's about your idea. Okay. So on the stage, you really can't promote yourself as, so one thing that I recommend as well, a lot of my clients that I work with, they're like coaches for instance. So they want to talk about being a female entrepreneur. Well, it's not, I mean, you could talk about being a female entrepreneur, but that's probably been done a lot of times. And then it sort of becomes more kind of like it's same. So, it's about you being a female entrepreneur, but yeah. you want to look into the journey, your journey of being a female entrepreneur. Maybe you overcame fears. Maybe you used positivity to inspire you to do something. Maybe yeah. there was a process. These are the things they're interested in. They're interested in those specifics. And that's yeah. sort of what I do. I work with my clients to figure out what would work best as a TEDx talk, because once you send that pitch, then you have to wait, wait, you know, and see yeah. what they think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely changed things for me, even for my business. And um, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it's been great. And mm-hmm. I did not expect, I did not think about that. When I did my TEDx talk, all I really cared about was this idea of empathy. I yes. feel very strongly about empathy and connecting with other people. And that's all I had in mind. Mm-hmm. I was an academic, um, you know, I'm still an academic, but I was an academic at the time and I did not have any intentions of having a business yeah. at all. So it just worked out for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, definitely. And I think, you know, if the audience has made a connection with you, then they will they'll they'll engage with you. They will reach out to you anyway. Yes. And, yes. Um, and I just think that if you speak from the heart, if you're passionate about your topic, and you know, that will lead you on to other things. And um and it clearly has with you with your TEDx talk. And um and I, I'm just so I'm I'm very proud of you, you know, that oh, you thank you so much, you're so lovely. Thank you so, so much. Nice. It's so nice. And you're inspiring so many women, you know, to go and, and do the same as well. And um, so I just want to find out more about you, your business and how you can help other you know, female entrepreneurs out there to really come out of hiding and actually get on stage as well. So how can one work with you?
1: Sure. Um, So right now I do one-on-one coaching just because for the purpose of this, just getting you from sort of like you're saying, you're kind of hiding or maybe you've done a couple of speaking engagements, but you want more. I feel really strongly about working closely with someone and it's worked for my clients. And I'm so, it's just been going really well with the clients that I'm working with. So right now I'm sticking to a one-on-one immersive program where I'm sort of, it's, it's actually called heart-centered public speaking and content creation. Mm-hmm. And what I do in this program is I go, first we go through the minds, It's a 90 day program. And what we do is we go through everything from like building your confidence, tapping into that confidence, getting you to really figure out what it is, what that central message is that you have. That you can then position yourself as a speaker with
2: yeah
1: um, we go through I go and this is the thing about this program I don't just tell you hey go to your Facebook page and do this or go to your website and do this I go through all of this with you
2: mm-hmm.
1: we create a speaker page for you that helps convert you know so that you can actually get speaking engagements so when an organi- an organizer looks at your page there's there's a way for a speaking page that actually looks professional and looks like you've done some speaking, even if you've only done a couple of weeks. And even if you haven't done any, I give you ideas of where to get started to get some feedback. And so that's where I I start with that. The branding aspect of your speaker across your social media platforms. Mm -hmm. I also help you sort of, actually I help you a lot with how to give Basically, how to deliver an unforgettable speech, how to deliver a really good speech, What? how do you go about doing it, what's the structure, what needs to be in it, everything that has to do with delivering that speech and the presentation of it, I help you with that as well. Mm-hmm. And through that program, we create what we, what we call or what is often called a signature speech. Mm-hmm. So that's also a speech that you can use. Let's say there an opportunity arises and someone says, hey, can you come and speak on my stage? And you're like, what do I talk about? you have your signature speech, which is really, it's, it's your, it's your core brand message. Yeah.
2: in a exactly. speech that's about
1: Yeah. About 30 mm-hmm. to 40 minutes, um, approximately. Mm-hmm. And then if you're doing a webinar, you can use it there too. Yeah. There's so many ways you can use that speech and just kind of recycle it and reuse yeah. it. That's Reper-
0: amazing. So you cover all really the whole, the branding, the pitching, Yes. Um, you know, just um, putting yourself out there as that polished, you know, absolutely. And then we
1: also, exactly. And we also create a speaking engagement strategy and blueprint for you so that you know exactly how to get booked, how to go about doing, you know, how to get started um, getting booked. Oftentimes as part of the process, I find myself connecting people to others as well because yeah. you know, uh, from experience i i 've been able to do that, and so you get this blueprint, your strategy to sort of establish you as not as a, as an sort of as an expert, and I use that word not very seriously right now because I know how people take expert but to mm-hmm. sort of the person who knows a lot about the thing that you 're most passionate about
0: yeah exactly because i mean obviously you 've got the experience you know you you know what to expect in a sense exactly um, exactly do you also cover like the mindset piece as well you know if um you know, in terms of getting over nerves and
1: fear. And all of that, yes. And- absolutely, absolutely, that's that's yeah. where we start. We start with the mindset, we start with the confidence, the nerves, the fear, all of that. That's that's why it's the 90-day program, because we start off with that. Now, let's say you're already a confident speaker and you don't wanna spend so much time on that, that's fine. We, we could start with your blueprint. So, yeah. very customizable. Yeah. And also, I do TEDx, I do a very specialized program on TEDx as well. Mm-hmm. But I, where I, I go through exactly, you know, the steps, how to get a TEDx talk. So the steps from basically A to Z, like where to find the organizers. So we go and we look at where, like, for instance, if you're interested in doing one in London or somewhere nearby, like we go, we look at the options around you. I help you find those organizers through, you know, doing research because that's what I do, you know, and then I help you with your application and, actually for your audience I'm if, if someone's interested in any of my offers I'm actually going I'm willing to offer that TEDx that TEDx part with the actual program for free so in addition to the program for the same price wow that's
0: a great, yeah. that's a great so passion. that's just
1: for your your <laughs> <laughs> your group.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Um, but you know, just going back to that mindset piece, and and especially you know, with us being you know personal brands and so on, it's all going well. You know, having an amazing specialism in your in your speech, but in order to make that connection and that you know be that authentic, you know, have an authentic story to share is knowing and and standing in your power of having and owning your own story, right, and being able to communicate that as well. Because um, it's not just about the person, you know, just delivering that speech, but it's also who is that person behind that speech, you know, what led them yes. there and so on. And that's something, you know, as a marketeer, you know, I work so much with my clients in terms of how to share one story and, you know, how to you know, join the dots in a sense to um, their ideal client. So, and I think that is so a hundred percent, so important, right. And when delivering a yes. speech as well.
1: And um, so if you cover that as well, that's just amazing. Yes, I do. I cover all that because that's where we start actually. And and I'm so glad that you brought it up because that that is where we start. We start with the mindset. We start with sort of, you know, believing in your story because in order for people to connect with you, they need to feel like you're connected to yourself, right? Like you're passionate about that, which you're talking about. That's when it resonates. That's when people feel that energy, right? And so we talk about that I mean, I've, my experiences with my clients have been honestly really, I've really enjoyed it because a lot of them have found that, oh, I've always felt really passionate about this idea, but I never really realized that, you know, that I can actually take that to a stage. So we really work about on building your confidence, you know, and what it is that you can share with your audience, your confidence to speak in front of an audience. And also, what if you're not sure what that message is? It's Mm -hmm. fine, right? Because sometimes you're a coach, right? You work on you know, you're helping other, let's say, female entrepreneurs grow their business. But what's that specific message? What's that valuable thing that you have? We also work on that. We work on highlighting that
0: yeah exactly and just so you know when we started out you know and I asked you initially what led you to public speaking and you you said it was you know from your young age and you know you've always wanting wanted to speak always wanted to share information with people and it's just those building blocks what's that journey piece you know what's what's behind your story exactly in a sense.
1: exactly yeah because that's what people want to hear and connect with and, exactly um, and, and you, then you have to craft that. And then we, we work on that, your story yeah. and how to craft it in a way, because you see, it's, it's about you. So this is how I say it. it's about you, but it's not just about you. So yeah. it's about you in, you know, in a, it's about you to the extent that it also connects with others. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: yeah. yeah. Because I mean, as, as I always say, you know, your ideal clients are just um, a few pieces behind, you know, where you are so exactly. reaching where you want to go to. So you've just got to, you know, share the stories of your journey and how you got there. Inspire them. Exactly. You know, Absolutely. Encourage and motivate them. Yeah. Brilliant. So where can people find you online, Abir? And where can they see your TEDx
1: talk? All right. So I will actually, the TEDx talk is If you just type in Abir Fahim, you'll find the TEDx talk on YouTube. Um, It's reading in the narratives of life, but I can also send you the the link so that you can, if you'd like to. And um, online, Mm JulietTurnsThePage.com. So that's where my work, Juliet Turns the Page is also the page on Facebook, but you'll find that the page on Facebook is more on um, self-development. So most of my business stuff goes on the actual website the work with me page and the about page okay. on my website
0: well i'll make sure i'll link all those um oh, for everyone great. on the show notes and you can grab them from there and you know please do feel free to reach out to a beer and um and and book a book a chat with her uh, i'm sure you know she can help you out give you some guidance give you some absolutely and, um, and do take up on that amazing bonus just for us um, and marketing pod listeners and um, the sisterhood community so um, thank you so much beer I really really appreciate your time thank
1: and- you so much and thank you for everyone listening
0: yeah, it's it's been yeah. As I said, you know, I've been wanting to talk about this um, topic for so long, and I'm glad uh, we've done this today. And I can't wait to see what's next for you, and um, and yeah, and and just see, you know, all those amazing women that you're going to help as well, and um, and just bring Thank people you so together.
1: Much. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if you're if you want to be a public speaker, go for it. It's it's wonderful it's a wonderful experience and you you can do it i mean it's not it's not very you know it's not something impossible it just takes a bit of strategy and a bit of confidence and then you're on your way <laughs>
0: wonderful well, thank you so much abir have a wonderful rest of the day and we will talk very soon i'm sure right, thank right, you bye. so
1: much bye-bye